Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good day to you all. Welcome to the CCS podcast with your hostess, with the mostess, Mercedes Obeng. If this is your first time here, thank you for coming around and joining the fam. And if this isn't your first time here, thank you for coming back once again to hear me yammer on about nonsense for an hour. So hi guys, I hope you're well, I hope you are good, I hope you are staying safe, I hope that this lockdown hasn't been too cruel to you, I hope that you all still have your hair on top of your head. Um, especially if you have younger siblings or young children, because I'm telling you, your girl's struggling, okay? I'm struggling. (laughs) Okay, but we'll get into it in a bit. But yeah, this week has been something. You know, the first week of lockdown, everyone's kind of like in denial. It's kind of like, oh, but we are. You know what, first week is fine. And then when the second week comes, it really just punches you in the face. It really just bops you in the face. It's like, hi uh, don't forget about me but I'm, I'm like here and I'm ready to like destroy your next month or more and so yeah this this second week has been tough but we'll get into it so guys once again I hope that you are well I hope that you are good and I hope guys that you're taking care of yourselves and you're following restrictions because um nah, many people aren't to be quite frank my mum is a key worker and she still goes to work every day. So back in the last lockdown where everyone had God fear in them because of COVID, the motorway used to be clear. It used to be free, you know? She used to drive down the motorway and like it would be ghost town. There would there would be like a few Eastern European lorries driving down. Like you know like the ones that you see on the outer lane on the motorway that that's about it okay that's about it it was pretty much empty okay and then she told me that a couple days ago at like 6 30 coming back from work it was chock-a-block there was actual traffic on the motorway so that means obviously people are still going to work but isn't it a lockdown I'll get into it in a bit, but let's just start off with something that has really upset me this week. A lot of things have upset me this week, but this is the one that has upset me the most, okay? Free school meals, right? I've done a lot of research. This episode is actually, I've actually done research for this. A bit like last week, I I literally took the time to write down notes and everything so I could make sure I could get you the best information of what is happening. But this has been something that's really been hurting my soul, okay? As someone who has had free school meals in the past, this is burning my chest because this is is unacceptable. Okay, this is unacceptable. What has happened? What is happening right now? Okay, so let me just tell you what the government has set out for food parcel for five days for a child. Okay, a loaf of bread, two baked potatoes, one cucumber, three large tomatoes, one tin of sweet corn in water, five pieces of fresh fruit, one pack of sliced cooked ham or six eggs, 20, no not 20, 200 gram block of cheese, one tin of baked beans, three small reduced fat fruit yogurts and one liter semi-skimmed cart like milk, bottle of milk. 
Okay, it might sound like I listed off a lot there, but no, think about it. Three, two baked potatoes and a loaf of bread. Is that is that's that's all your carbs, there? Okay, your protein. Either a, you have some beans, you have a bit of cheese, and a bit of ham, or a little bit of egg, depending. And you got three yogurts. And a carton of milk. And a tin of sweet corn. Probably missed something off there, but it doesn't really matter because that, like, when you get down into it, this is appalling. This is supposed to be £30 worth of food. This is £30 worth of taxpayer money going into food. Okay, so I was like, you know what? I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe food prices have rocketed through the roof. Since the last time I stepped into a shop back in December. So, you know what? I went, I was like, okay. Let me go on the cheapest, one of the cheapest shops. Supermarkets. Like, we'll go to Aldi, okay? Even that, like, even Tesco is now price matching with Aldi. But, you know, I was just like, let me just go to Aldi. Let me go on the Aldi website and see what they say each of these things cost, okay? So, one, the, and I, I went for the cheapest one of each one. Because, you know, the government is not going to splash out on some hungry kids free school meals to put it bluntly because i mean didn't didn't they have a vote um the other day where um discussing free school meals like wasn't it a few months ago there were, there was something like they had a vote on free school meals and whether they should go on or not and then like boris johnson put his down name down on the no side which is disgusting but that's not that's not the topic of this conversation but you know what as we know, the government won't buy you the nicest loaf of Kingsmill or Hovis. So I went down to the cheap stuff, okay? I went and I filtered and I went from low to high, okay? So, one loaf of bread, the cheapest one I could find on the Aldi website, 36p. Two baked potatoes, 36p. One cucumber, 43p. Three large tomatoes, 31p. One tin of sweet corn, 37p. Five portions of fruit. I went for your bog standard apple. Okay, five apples, 50p. Um, a pack of sliced ham. No, I went for eggs instead of ham in this one. Um, 87p, or six eggs. Um, a 20 gram block of cheese, £1.19. One tin of baked beans, 22p. Three small reduced fat fruit yogurts, 75p. Um, a carton or a bottle of semi-skin, but this was a fresh one actually, it was like a, a bottle of, um, I don't really know what you call them, just a litre of semi-skimmed milk, 44p. Oh yeah, and I forgot, the government was so nice, they put like, um, and um, yeah, that, that no, that, mind fog, forget what I just said. Yeah, so the milk, 44p, okay, that came to a whopping grand total, are you ready? For five pounds and ninety-eight pence. Well done, Boris. <laughs> yep, that is definitely thirty pounds worth of food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's kind of disgusting. Would that feed you for a week? Would that do? Would that feed you for a week? I mean, maybe. It, it's just it's it's just not great, is it?
So I don't know if you guys know, I'm not on Twitter. Some of you probably not on Twitter, but I'm sure some of you are, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so there's been a bunch of raging mothers. You know what? I'm sure there's been fathers on there too, but you know, all the reports always go, raging mothers, raging mothers. I'm sure there's been some dads too. Anyway, raging parents, let's say, like, complaining quite rightly too about the standard of meal packages that they've been getting for their kids. Okay, so this woman, that like the notorious picture, I don't know if you've guys seen it, but it's the notorious picture of this woman who spread out like of the food on like, and took a picture of it. I don't know where she spread it out, but she spread it out and she took a picture of what was supposed to feed her child for 10 days, she said. This was 10 days worth of food. I'm pretty sure, I think, was it? Yeah, I think it was 10 days. Anyway, um... Yeah, um, it was two carrots, a loaf of bread, two baked potatoes, one small tomato, um, five pieces of fruit, a tin of baked beans, some cheese, three yogurts, um, a bag of small bag of pasta, and two small raisin cakes. Not like the little munch-sized ones. Um, and she said that this would have come to £5.22. But if we look at what I just listed, this is significantly less. And so I don't actually think that... Oh, yeah, and two carrots instead of a cucumber. Two carrots. No sweet corn, um, no ham, no eggs, no milk. Um, it's just a bit dire, isn't it? Hey, um, and then the uh, Matt, whatever his name is, I don't know. Um, Gavin Williamson, um, Boris Johnson, Gavin Williamson, secretary, sec, secretary, secretary, secretary. I don't know how to pronounce words, guys. I'm tired. Um, Gavin Williamson, secretary of education, um, and Boris Johnson. Um, they said that they they were appalled by the standard of these food packages and they 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 hung their heads in shame mm. hung your heads in shame i love the way they're acting as if they didn't know that this was the standard of food some parents were even saying that they were being delivered food that had gone off imagine opening your fruit and it expired two days ago it's just it's just not great is it some people actually said that they were sent pots of flour with the recipes of how to make eight bread rolls one mum with two secondary school students got sent this it was a picture so i kind of i noticed down. i noted down what was in the picture um two small cheese blocks two baked bean baked bean pots so it was about about 100 grams in each one two tomato sauce stuff pots about the same size as the baked bean pots about 200 mils grams in each in, together for both pots um i don't know what i wrote here. oh yeah four baked potatoes two bags of pasta and five pieces of fruit can we just run that back two children in secondary school two 
blocks of cheese. Not block. When I say blocks, I don't mean like a wham-sized piece of cheese. I mean like a square of cheese. You know, like a few squares of cheese stacked on top of each other. This was what was in the picture. So about two of them. Two baked bean pots. So not even a tin of baked beans. They were like these pots. Mmm. I'm trying to think of an example. You know in the canteen. Okay, I've got one. You know in the canteen. Those fruit pots. You know the ones that they sell like that you find in the fridge with the radnors and stuff. You know, the fruit pots. So imagine that. Like one and a, one and a half maybe of those. In, for each pot, filled with baked beans. One for each child, I'm guessing. And then the same sized pot, but filled with this tomato sauce stuff, I'm assuming to go with the pasta, which was the biggest amount of stuff. It was like a wham bag of freeze. No, it wasn't even wham. Like it was a freezer bag sized worth of pasta. And I don't mean like a freezer bag that you get from your Tesco to keep your chip, your frozen chips not melted when you get home i mean like a freezer bag as in like a plastic bag that you can put in the freezer like the small ones that you put food in and you freeze it's like two of them of pasta and then five fruit and four baked potatoes not great it's just it's really not it's really not great at all um so marcus rashford footballer um don't know i don't really know what team he plays for it's not chelsea so i don't really care oh sorry <laughs> he campaigned for free school meals since he as a kid relied on free school meals um and he wanted them over the holiday so he, he managed from what i read to get them for christmas holidays i think um, like free school meal vouchers, I should say vouchers. I don't really know what you do with these vouchers. Maybe it's like a Sainsbury's vouchers. You can go off and buy food. Don't really know, but I'm, uh, yeah. Um, five pounds for ten days. I don't really. Is that five pounds worth of vouchers? See, this is the thing with these BBC news reports and these Sky news reports. They don't just bullet point the things. You need to really deduce what they're trying to say. So this is me reading it and trying to pick out what they mean because they all just kind of shoved this into a paragraph and i'm like five pounds for 10 days is that what parents have been given is that what the vouchers are for because how much food are you buying for five pounds okay for 10 days so i'm a bit dodge on that and yet um the government went no 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 nah nah five pounds for a child for 10 days nah Mm-mm. nah Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know what? It, it, it just costs too much to put food in children's bellies, you know? It just, ah, too much. Too much. Sitting in their nice houses and uh, driving in their nice cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just too much to feed innocent children, you know? Hmm. Um. So, yeah, they went, no, this Feb half term, not happening. Sorry, Rash. No, just, no, no, not, not happening. It's just not on. No, we're not going to feed children. They have to fend for themselves. Sorry. Appalling! Absolutely appalling. In January 2020, 1.4 million children um, signed up for free school meals. That is 17.3% of state educated pupils. So that means like um, government funded schools. So like our school is a government funded school. So 17.3% of kids in the schools like ours are on free sc- were signed up for free school meals. 1.4 million of them. 
back in January last year, one year ago, okay? And um, a further 900,000 signed up since the pandemic. So what does that say? That means a lot of people's parents have been, let's say, left redundant, or maybe they're not getting as much funding, or like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know, because there's not like a drop down of why. But I think we can deduce that is due to people losing their jobs, people maybe not getting as much funding, people as not struggling, people struggling more because they don't have work. And that's really sad. And you, you can't even feed them. It's not on, it's not great. And that's something that really upset me. But let's move on to something a bit more upsetting. Oh, goodness gracious me, guys. Well, this is the point of the podcast to keep you guys up to date on what's happening and um, for me to rage about them a bit. And um, <clears throat> I know this is not... I didn't make many jokes in this bit. You know, usually I, I throw in a little comment in there to make it a bit funny. But this this really hurt me. This was really upsetting for me to see how in a capitalist society even takes it takes so much out of politicians to feed innocent children it's disgusting quite frankly um so anyway <coughs> they the the government or medics medical professionals or scientists those people yeah i mean they all just kind of merge into one at some point <laughs> oh goodness me <coughs> They have told us that if you catch COVID, you can you are immune for about five months, and then you can catch it again. So get vaccinated, yeah, um, sure. That's so you know. Back last year was this kind of rumor, or like no, not rumor, but it was an assumption that if you catch COVID, it's like chickenpox. You're never gonna catch it again. You know. Just let someone cough in your mouth, wait two weeks and you're good to go. No, okay? So they formally come out and said now that if you catch it, after five months, sorry, game over, you can catch it. Not game over. Game starts again, you can catch it again. So, so I said, so get vaccinated. Yeah? Get vaccinated, right? Yeah, good. Get vaccinated. Vaccine. Yeah. But do these new strains cover... Does the vaccine cover these new strains? And you go, what? New, new strains? We say these new strains? And I go, yep, mm-hmm. New strains. Three new strains in infactually. In, in oh, wow. English. Goodness me. Infactually. In oh, I think I'm going to use that word now. Um, in fact and actually. <laughs> infactually. New word. <laughs> Let me write that down. That's that's great. Infactually. Um... I'm just, that's going to be my title. In factually. Ooh, I like that word. In factually. Okay, so there's the UK strand or the Kent strand. Strain, strand, strain. I think I should say strain. It's not strand, strain. Strain, strand, strain. Okay, I'm getting too carried away now. Strain. So there's UK or Kent strain which is in 50 countries currently and is 70 percent more contagious oh yes you heard and um there's the south african strain 
which is in 20 countries, including the UK. And there's the Brazilian strain, um, which they don't have much information on at the moment. I feel that, that that's the newest one, I think. Um, so what they're saying basically is they don't know if these three stra- strains are more deadly than the original from Wuhan. But what they do know is this UK one is 70% more contagious. This South African one, I heard about it around one and a half, a week and a half ago. So that one seems fairly new. But as we know, the government know about stuff way longer than we do. When we found out about this new UK strand, back strain, strand, oh, same thing. Back in December, we found out that, oh, the government actually knew about this since September. So, I mean, mm, so everyone's closing borders, everyone is running riots, running havoc, you know, not great. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's just, it's just not great. It's not great. Yesterday, it was the highest recording of deaths, COVID deaths recorded so far at 1,564 deaths which will I think is the highest I'm pretty sure it's the highest it is the highest you know remember back in April in 2020 when like a thousand people were dying each day yeah it is that's it now and yet and yet there are so many people that just don't care you know what this is another jarring thing. We're moving on to it now. <clears throat> so, since my mum is a key worker and she goes to work every day and she puts herself on the line as a, a healthcare professional, um, she is the one that still does the shopping because, you know, it was, we were like, it's better to have one family member going out than, you know, both parents going out and then potentially getting, you know, getting the virus. So, you know, if mum's already going to work, every day in a, in a, in a high risk environment, she can pop to the shops as well. Cause I mean, what's the point of putting two parents at risk when one is already at risk because of the job. So she can, she, she, she goes to shops. She not, she should go to, she does go to the shops again. It's not nothing like that. She goes to shops. So on Saturday, my mom went out to do our, our essential shop. So that means going to the supermarket and buying our food. Okay. That is what's classed as essential. That is an essential shop need, okay? So she went out on Saturday and the town centre was full. She said there was no social distancing. People over 60 just roaming about all up in each other's faces. My mum was disinfecting a trolley um, and someone literally reached over to grab the disinfectant and got all up in her face. Um... No social distancing, some people not even wearing masks, and yet this lockdown is more severe than the last one because more people are dying each day. People just don't seem to care. People are people are uh, tired. People are tired of staying at home. But let me tell you now, I would rather be tired and alive. <laughs> I'll say that now. Okay. So this is lockdown number three. 
we had a lockdown in September, but schools were open. So it wasn't really a lockdown. We have a lockdown right now, but most work, but a lot of workplaces are still open. So is it really classed as a lockdown? People don't care. People are still going out. People are still going around each other's houses. People are still not social distancing. People are still not wearing their protective elbows, okay? Your mask. Your protective elbow. If, you've not, if you don't know what your protective elbow is, go back to episode one and have a listen. Because I explain what the protective elbow is, okay? People are still not socially distancing. This strain, strand, strain, strand, same same thing, you know what I mean. Affects everyone now. It's not just people over 60. It's me. It's you. It's your little brother, it's your little sister, it's your older brother, it's your older sister, it's your mum's, your dad's, your, it's your aunties, uncles, grandma, granddad. It's everyone. Even primates are getting it now. Is that what you call them? Primates? Like, like monkeys? If if that's not the right word, don't tell me because I, I don't like embarrassment. <laughs> no, joking. Um, I saw, was it a Sky News report that, like, some gorillas or something, but came back positive for COVID. It, it is everywhere now. Back in January, no, not January, back in March, you could go, oh, I'm not over 60. Even if I get it, I probably won't be affected. But now, some some healthcare professional high up in the medical field or, you know, whatever, you know, one of those people that always comment on these BBC News reports because they're such, such big brains, you know. It's like I've never seen so many te- teenagers in the ICU, intensive care unit. What's that telling you? It's telling you that it's not just it's not just the people over 60s, not just the people who are high risk. It's not just people who who have Im- immunodeficiency disorders. It's everyone. It's everyone. And it's our social responsibility. Ha! Huh? I learned that in English whilst doing an inspector course. Big brain, you know? You know? You know? <laughs> social responsibility, which is okay. No, it's not really a social responsibility because in that context, in this in this ooh, English, in inspector course, social responsibility was the rich looking after the poor. Not really in this case. What I mean by what I mean by social responsibility in this case is taking the initiative to look after the people around you because it's not just you you know you could just go you could go oh i won't ca- i won't catch it oh it could never be me it, it will never be me it can't come for me it you know it can't be me until it's you until it's you and i've noticed now that it's coming closer to home it is, and it's scary. Because for so long last year, it was like, it could never be me. It could never be me. It could never be me. Until it could be me. And it could be you. It could be anyone. So, when you want to go out, play out with your mate in the park, 
or you want to go off for a sleepover because you know what it could never be me and you know what I'm just tired of staying at home you know what it's just gone to the point where I don't care and you know what you know what it's just it's just it's just it's just it's just it could be you I know, uh, like, a lot of people say, like, oh, more people die from flu each year. Oh, more people die from cancer each year. Which is very sad and is very true. However, we're in a lockdown. We're in a lockdown, guys. You think that they wouldn't put us in a lockdown if they didn't know the severity of how the word this disease could go if... It wasn't contained. With these three new strains, what do you think that the world would look like in two months without putting us on a lockdown? How many people do you think would die each day? I know it's a pretty dark term, but I feel like it, it needs to be something that's spoken about. Because we're in a lockdown. This is a contagious disease that can be contained and is trying and that we are trying to contain something like cancer is non-communicable it's not a communicable disease it's not something that can be contained but what would it look like if we didn't have lockdown number one that's what you need to understand it's not like we're living life as normal and it's still only like a that one and a half thousand people dying which is still a lot each day this is with us locked indoors 24-7. So we don't understand the extent that this disease could go to since we we don't have a reason to, since we're supposed to be following guidelines, since we're supposed to stay at home, since we're not supposed to go out if we're not out for essential needs, since we're not supposed to go around our mates' houses, since schools are supposed since schools are closed except for those who have key worker parents since we're not supposed to be having gatherings since we're supposed to be wearing masks since we're supposed to be social distancing and yet in this second full-blown lock since workplaces are supposed to be closed but we see this second lockdown and that doesn't seem to be the case i promise you there's still people going around other people's houses i promise you there's still people that haven't worn a mask i promise you there's still people that are not socially distancing and i promise you there's still people that are gathering together when they shouldn't be because people are tired and people don't care anymore because it can never be them until it's them. So I know this is taking a bit of a serious turn, but it is something that is really jarring, to be quite honest. As someone whose parent is in a medical field, like in the healthcare system, who puts herself on the line every single day, I find it quite, you know, baffling to think that people would voluntarily do that. Yes, I understand that that, that's her job and that's why she has to do it because it's her job. But it's not your job and it's not my job and it's not the job of the people around you who, who aren't paid to put themselves on the line, who, whose profession doesn't mean who doesn't mean that they have to go on to the 
the quote-unquote front line of this disease every day to be roaming about using no PPE, no precaution and trying to live life as normal but we need to understand that this is the new normal for now. What life was like back in January 2020 will not come back no matter how hard we try. Things will be different from now on. And I hope that by the end of this, people would grow a bit of initiative and, um, you know, what's the word? Just, you think a bit more. Because at the end of the day, I would rather have my life and spend a few months indoors. It's, it can never be you till it's you. And that's all I can say. Um, so, little rant, a little speech over. But, um, yeah, that was just something that really needed to be covered. So let's move... I, it feels a bit awkward just going, like, let's move on to something a bit more... Less, a bit more less. A bit less, you know, saddening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I... I, yeah, I, I'm just baffed, <laughs> I don't know what, what, what much else to say, I am baffed, um, so yeah, guys, just look after yourselves, really do, because you only got one life, you only got one, only one, only one, uno, ichi, un, I ran out of languages, one, <laughs> Just one. Bacon. That's my that's that's my my country's language. One. Just one. You got one one life. Just one. Um so guys, look after it well, okay? Look after yourself. When you look after yourself, you can look after the ones around you. That's all I got to say. You know what? I said I was gonna move on to something a bit more lighthearted. Um but I mean when I say that I mean something I can rant about a bit more and take um, and take the mick out of not really take out the mick take the mick out of because it's been something that has really been burning burning my chest <laughs> this week the amount of schoolwork we're being set oh my goodness gracious me ah ah it brings tears to my eyes okay so we're having live lessons at the moment, okay? Yeah, live lessons. Oh, it's great, you know, because we still need to be educated. We found out now that there's going to be no exams. No exams. It's going to be something called teacher says grades that no one really knows what it is, but it's just been a term that the government has thrown out there so that um, the bunch of uh, a bunch of wolves won't come and eat them, even though we are all baffed and confused. So we're still doing these, like, we're doing these live lessons. We're still um, doing uh, exam stuff you know, questions, topics, curriculum. And so, let's say I have a one-hour lesson, okay? A teacher could talk for about mm, 45 and then set us a piece of work that could take about an hour. And you know what, they'll just go, oh, they just set it for homework. Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's, that's that's one subject, okay? You know, you know what, I can do a little bit extra homework. You know, it's calm. On top of the homework they've already said, obviously, you know, it's just a, bit, a little bit more homework. You, can, you move on to the next lesson. Same thing again. 
you move on to the next lesson and the teacher goes oh i only talk for 15 to 20 minutes 55 minutes later oh guys you could just do the rest of the, just do the work for homework and another and another and another and then teachers are now setting homework that could take you an hour each on top of the schoolwork that you need to catch up on because they talk too long. Oh, and then like on top of the work that you're supposed to cover in the lesson while start asking you questions, but the PowerPoint wasn't working, so you can't really see. Okay, to any teacher who's li- uh, who's listening to this, please don't share the actual PowerPoint where we can click through the slides because it doesn't come up on some devices. Please share your screen onto the PowerPoint and then click through it because that means every single device can see the PowerPoint because it's really frustrating okay especially when you're switching devices so much because the teacher wants you to have 16 different applications open at one time they want you to be typing on one note with your toes and then doing Seneca tasks with your left hand and then trying to answer questions in the chat with your right hand and then trying to to complete forms with your right foot okay it's a lot so you have about 14 different devices open with about 24 different applications open on each one and then your ram is trying to keep up with the constant switching and it's just a mess so please even if I'm on my phone, on a tablet, or on a laptop, can you just share your screen so every single student can access the PowerPoint? Really appreciate it. Okay, so or if you're not going to do that, please put the PowerPoint or always put the PowerPoint in files. That would be great. So we can we can still have the PowerPoint open. Be great. Um. So yeah, th- that's really something. One. So let me just talk you through the work I've done t- this week okay because I feel like I've done well I am actually quite proud of the work I've completed because it's been a lot a lot you know I'm gonna go into assignments these are the assignments I've been assigned <laughs> assignments I've been assigned this week not including like what the, I've had to finish off from lessons okay okay so I've had to do uh and I've done a oh, one and a half thousand worded portfolio for drama including my maps and pictures and whatnot then i did a uh was it how many thousands of words a few thousand word length evaluation for drama then i did um some english homework which was some seneca tasks and then um we had to analyze a poem and make a plan for a 24 marker question then I had to do a, a, a end of topic test for biology for homework. Then um, I did some optional tasks for English because you know when when a teacher says optional tasks, they don't actually mean optional tasks because then they set it as an exi- as, a, as an assignment, so you have to do it, or you hand it in and they send it right back and you get zero points, or you don't do it and it just goes down as handed not being handed in. So I mean, it's not really optional, is it? Don't set it as a task. Just put it. Just put it in the files, and then say, uh, "Send me a picture on chat." You don't have to set it as an assignment, okay? Oh, and then some chemistry homework questions, mm. and then um, some French work, and uh, yeah, and some some maths homework. Okay, that's not including lessons, by the way. That's just additional work that I've had to complete on top of the catch-up work that we weren't supposed to do in the lesson because the teacher decided to talk for the whole thing and not including the work that you've actually got to do in the lesson so as a year 11 student 
at some days I start school at nine and I finish at six. I did is there's been two days from Monday to Thursday this week where I've had to work from nine to six o'clock. And it's too much. It is way too much. I'm not going to name specific subjects because quite frankly, it's all of them. And I was told, I had a chat with my head of year yesterday and she explained to me that it's, the teachers don't really know how long it takes to complete work. Sometimes it's a bit difficult for, for them to, you know, kind of tell how much work you, oh yeah, and I did some computing work as well, you know. Just 14 exam questions, light work. Um, <clears throat> and she said that sometimes it's a bit difficult to estimate how long it will take a student to complete complete the work. But something that you've estimated 15 minutes shouldn't take me an hour and a half. I understand estimating can be difficult. And you don't have... Oh, that's my sister. One second. I'm back. So sorry guys for that distraction. The joys, the joys of having younger siblings. Oh goodness me. Oh, this lockdown is going to be long. Oh, anyway, as I was saying, uh, I think I was going on a bit too much about ranting about schoolwork. But anyway, it's just been tough. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of catch up days. It's been uh, a heavy load. Um, I hope it gets better. I hope it gets a bit easier. But as we know... It won't. Um, well, probably not anyway. Um, so anyway, I feel like I'm going to end it there. I, this was a bit more of a serious tone. I thought I was able to make, I was going to be able to make this a bit more lighthearted. But uh, as we found out, not really. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Hopefully uh, next week, I said I was going to have a guest on this week, but I didn't. And one thing also I wanted to clear up. When they said that um, February half term when I was talking about the free school meals, that they said no. They said that only the children who really need it, or something like that. You know, they don't really make things clear in these BBC News reports, but basically what I did use from it was some kids will get some kind of free school meal thing, and then some won't, who should. I don't know. It was a bit hazy. I advise you to go and read these articles on like these news apps because I've read a few and I'm not really getting any solid information. But if you guys do find any solid information, um, send me a message on Teams. I've also set up an email account for the CCS podcast. It is the CCS podcast at outlook.com. No, .co.uk. Wait one second. Let me see. The CCS podcast at outlook.com. That is T-H-E-C-C-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at outlook.com. I think I spelled that right. <laughs> the CCS podcast at outlook.com. So go have a look at that. Well, no, have a look at that. Send me a message on that. There we go. Send me a message. Tell me, uh, ask me about something I can talk about in the next episode. You know, um, just, yeah. Give me a topic. Hopefully next week I'll have a guest. I said this week I'd have a guest, but I, I haven't. But next week I will get a guest. I will. 
I promise. <laughs> and um, this guest will hopefully bring some entertainment. I'm pretty sure they will because they're great. And um, yeah, uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening. I know that this has been a bit more of a serious episode, talking about things a bit deeper than usual. Usually I just kind of muck about for an hour or so, 40 minutes or something. But um, yeah, I feel like this was an episode that was needed. We really needed to talk about these topics because it's something that affects us um, uh, every day and what's happening. And yeah, I just feel like it was a podcast episode that was needed. So guys, I hope you stay safe. I hope you stay well. I hope you guys use your common sense when it comes to going out for the essentials, you know, and not just going around Lindsay's because why not and just remember to stay safe you need to be you need to protect yourself so you can protect others um and yeah just stay happy and I hope you guys just stay sane (laughs) to be quite honest through this lockdown um I'm gonna try my best (laughs) um so yeah just look after yourselves and um I'm going to change it to my smooth radio voice. So guys, I hope you enjoyed listening today. I know it was a lot of ranting and a lot of deep com- deeper conversations than usual and um, a lot of facts. Guys, let me know if you like these more structured episodes um, or you like a bit more of the erratic searching and um, article reading, <laughs> ranting on the spot not really thought out kind of ones or you like the ones where I just go in with the facts and bang 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 just give it to you straight and then make my little comments here and there let me know um I'd love to know um so guys just have a great week hopefully you know it doesn't get any worse fingers crossed toes crossed eyes crossed um and yeah I will see you no I'll talk at you (laughs) next week (laughs) Have a good one. You know I don't end my episodes in a smooth radio voice. You know I have to come in and burst your eardrums. Okay? So you can remember me. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. Bye.